the rebel priest. Real convos, shifting culture and creativity. Welcome back to another episode of your favorite podcast, The Rebel Priest. So excited to be here with you today. It's me, LZ, coming at you from the beautiful state, the natural state, Arkansas. Friend, I'm going to tell you, if you've never been to Arkansas, you got to come to Arkansas. It's one of those places you have to see it for yourself to believe, even it's as beautiful as It is. If you like nature, if you like boundless, 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 boundless acres of nature, this is your state, friend, I'm telling you. Don't take my word for it. Come see it for yourself. Hey, episode eight, hiding in a bunker, is upon us. It's going to be a great episode before we go there. Let me remind you that this is a podcast that is a table of discussion always open And others' thoughts are always met with a listening ear. But do not let that fool you into thinking this podcast is about anything other than fighting the agenda that's being forced upon the American people. And it's being forced upon us. No mistake there. It's being forced down our throats. But the good thing is we're fighting back. Americans are starting to say, you know, enough's enough. That's why the the, the president of Harvard, she just got fired. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She got fired because she's racist. Bottom line, she's a racist woman. She's a black woman. She is a she's a liar. We've come to find this out. She's also a thief because it was determined that she plagiarized several of her how would you say educated works that allowed her to obtain her degree. It's being forced down our throats, friends, I'm telling you. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. But here, we refuse to give in to that false narrative of who we are as sons and daughters of Yahweh. Don't you know that's true? We're not going to lay down here, friend. We're going to stand up to the very end. Before we get into today's show, let us show some love to the show sponsors. Fast Lane Auto Repair, you know all about these bros. If you're in around the Knoxville, Tennessee area, don't take your vehicle to an overpriced repair shop. You got to go see TJ and his crew and give them the opportunity to serve you and your vehicle needs. Fast Lane Auto Repair, Clinton, Tennessee. Number two, Helpable. We're here to help. They're a new business focused on helping those who need assistance with prescription and medical costs. Their website is coming soon. Be on the lookout. Helpable. We're here to help. Last but not least, Brown Note Productions, top-notch luxury service guaranteed. From professional audio services to event coordination, let Brown Note Productions serve you well. Their capabilities cover everything from live music production to weddings and celebrations to corporate events. If you need a professional and relevant production and sound company, look no further, friend. Contact them today for a free consultation and custom pricing. You have heard it here, friend. The sponsors of the Rebel Priest podcast. Be sure to check out the episode description and give them some love. Do you love what you hear here on the Rebel Priest? 
If so, there's a way to keep this solid content flowing like a river. Visit the support link at the bottom of the episode description to join the Rebel Priest Nation and partner with us each month. Again, thank you for joining the Rebel Priest Nation. I'm so honored you would join me again for this episode. You know, every episode's intended to make you think. I'm not always going to say the things that you agree with, but it's intended to make you think. It's okay. We can disagree and still be friends. But friend, I'm trying to bring you things that provoke real discussions. Before we get into the episode content, let's talk about mental health awareness because here at The Rebel Priest, we care about mental health. The University of Massachusetts Global website lists five activities for adults that can reduce stress and improve mental health. I want you to go check this out. As always, the link for this website will be in the description below as well, so you can read these for yourself. Number one of five things they list that are good activities for adults to reduce stress and improve our mental health, first thing is deep breathing. Now, believe it or not, sitting there focusing on your breathing, in your nose, out your mouth, in your nose, out your mouth, those things create positive flow in our body. It allows our body to balance itself, bring the oxygen in. It is a great exercise. Now, the second thing is actually exercising, getting out and walking. It is proven a 20-minute walk during your day will help reduce stress. The movement of your muscles, your body, your lungs, your brain, everything clicking and firing off at the same time brings all things back into alignment. Exercise is great. The third thing is gardening. Now, the bee, she can tell you this. Gardening for her is a... It's a great stress relief. She has told me this over and over and over, and I know for a fact she has said, putting your hands into dirt does something in your body. The the dirt and you're touching it, it causes your body to ground. I won't get into that today, but it causes us to put all of our electrical currents into into something that assists in balancing and allowing our bodies to discharge some of the unhealthy electricity that it carries. Number four, Reading, yes, readers are leaders, correct? Well, if we read, it says we reduce our stress levels and improve our mental health. Last but not least, the fifth thing, one of my favorite things, social interaction. There is times where it's good to be alone, but there's also times where we have to have interaction with others around us. It is good for us. It's good for everything in us. It it affirms who we are, and it allows us to affirm who others are. There's the five things right there, friend. Go check it out for yourself. The University of Massachusetts Global website is listed below, umassglobal.edu. You can find more insights and read the remaining activities. Go visit them there. All right, friend. Well, we've made it to Episode 8, Season 2. Can you believe it? Four more episodes left, and we'll be in Season 3. Can't wait. Season 3 is already looking good. It's going to be a going to be a great season but i'm i'm just enjoying being in the middle of this one so we're going to talk about hiding in a bunker now for for those of you that have known me for any any time at all you know there was a time where i thought about all the prepping and i thought about all of the bunkers and i thought about you know food that was shelf stable and there's there's always always good in being prepared but what we're talking about today isn't isn't just preparation Why are elites around the world suddenly in the market for bunkers? Have you thought about this, friend? 
And, you know, some of us you may not even have heard because some of us keep our heads so buried in, deep in the sand of social media and mainstream media that we don't even pay attention. But elites around the world are suddenly in the market for bunkers. Meta CEO Mark Zuckerberg and his wife Priscilla Chan, they're planning to build a 5,000-square-foot bunker on their Hawaii ranch. Now, when I say this to you, it matters. Guys, listen. When you get married and your wife doesn't want to take your name, let that be the first red flag. Nothing wrong with powerful women, nothing wrong with independent women, but Mark and his wife are definitely two peas in a pod. This bunker will be complete with its own food source, its own energy supply. The shelter doors are made of thick steel, and they're going to be backfilled with concrete. It's a bomb shelter. It's a bomb bunker. I've seen some drawings of this thing, and it's multi-level underground. My question is, why would one person need a 5,000-square-foot bunker? Why would two people need a 5,000-square-foot bunker? The bunker is just a part of the 1,400-acre compound. They're going to have 30 bedrooms over multiple houses, two main mansions, 30 bathrooms. There's going to be various other buildings on the property. They named their compound, and I can't, I can't pronounce it, Kolau, <laughs> for all the haters out there tearing that one up. That word means windward. And here's what's funny. When you look at where Mark's building his compound, it is the furthest west you can go in the Hawaiian Islands. He has literally placed himself as far as one can get away from the mainland. It sounds like Mark is scared. 80 luxury homes were slated to be built on the property that Zuckerberg purchased. But now the power couple plans to live on less than 1% of that land and leave the rest for farming, ranching, conservation, and wildlife preservation. You know, hey, this is something I can get on board with. Oh, Zuckerberg, I can, I can see that living on less than 1% is the responsible thing to do. Absolutely. I would much rather see one person own 1,400 acres and keep the land preserved and wild and everything than to see some developer come in and build 80 luxury homes. But here's my problem, friend. Zuckerberg, living on less than 1% of his 1,400 acres, doesn't make him a good person. As a matter of fact, what it should lend us to see is there's a massive swath of land that this man has purchased He's going to live on it, but he's building a bunker on it. What is he afraid of, friend? For a long time, Silicon Valley's elite have been buying up property and trying to build bunkers all over the place. The Guardian reported that over and over and over. Venture capitalist Peter Thiles' much-publicized plans were not approved by a local council in New Zealand back in 2022 because authorities were concerned that the bunker-like home would negatively impact the surrounding landscape. Entrepreneurs are reportedly selling luxury underground apartments in case of a catastrophe, <laughs> while super-rich doomsday preppers ask Douglas Rushkoff, who's the author of the book Survival of the Richest, how they can guard their own food supply, among other end-time survival concerns. Why are they worried about this? Friend, the one thing we have to think about and remember, they're not scared of things they don't know. They're more afraid of the things they understand. 
Mark Zuckerberg, he's made it his job to understand humans. He has built a company that's created a social media platform that keeps us connected to it because of the color, the sound, the videos, the movement, all of the activity of the feed. They have learned how to keep us connected to a system. I think he's scared. I think he's afraid that the very thing he has created is going to turn on him. No matter the use of the Zuck compound bunker, it's estimated to cost upwards of $270 million for the entire project. Not just the bunker, but that's the mansions, all of the buildings, the 1,400-acre compound. Construction workers and other helpers were made to sign strict non-disclosure agreements. Think about this. Why would they have them sign NDAs? Is it just because he's a rich, he's a rich guy and he didn't want people talking about it? Or are there things there that they don't want others to know? What's going on in the mind of Mark Zuckerberg and other elites? What's coming that we don't know about? Or, more importantly, friend, what do they think is coming? And do they feel like it's coming for them? Personally, friend, I believe that those who aren't connected with the kingdom of heaven are feeling this uneasiness and the fear of the future. Maybe Zuck is afraid that the people are going to rise up and turn against him. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe that's why you stick yourself on the furthest island away from the mainland. Maybe he's scared of the truth being revealed and society decides to go hunt for the ones that took advantage of them. Who knows? Stop and think about this for a moment, friend. Despite him being evil and corrupt, the co-creator and the thief of Facebook is still a created being from Yahweh. He was knit together in his mother's womb. That is, if he's, if he's not an alien. <laughs> but by being a creation of Yahweh, we are pre-wired with certain connectors with our creator. And if we live our lives ignoring him and not living by our purpose, we, we don't forfeit that relationship of creator and created because that innate intuition that is inside of us stays there. And we have to live with the choices we make as humans. In other words, Mark Zuckerberg is a creation of heaven. And his lack of relationship with Yahweh leaves him feeling scared and desperate. Why? Because he does not know where his help comes from. He's relying on his mega bunker to protect him. He's relying on technology and what his mind and other minds can put together to create. But I'm sorry, Zuck. When the time's up, it's up, man. Concrete-filled metal doors cannot help you in eternity. They may protect you here on earth for a while, but time is a thief, and the day will come when you, my friend, will stand before Yahweh and be judged for your actions. The same as Mark Zuckerberg, friend, we will stand before Yahweh and be judged for our actions. Don't be swept up in the minutiae of others' lives who do not directly affect yours, friend. Let the elites do what they will do. Let them build their bunkers. Let them build their compounds. But you, my friend, must be about the Father's business. We are the light of the world. We are the salt that gives flavor 
and the ones who will not go silently into the night. Friend, we are the remnant. We are the ones. We are the team that's in the last minutes of the game. We're the ones that the weight has been placed upon our shoulders to be able to walk out our purpose here on the earth in what could be the last days. Friend, I'm not a fear mongerer. I'm not afraid. But I do keep my head on a swivel. I do keep my eyes downstream as best I can and locked into the Father's gaze. We're not afraid of the future because we know who wrote it, friend. We're not afraid of what's coming because we have a peace in the one that created the day. It's a beautiful ride, friend. It's a beautiful ride, and I'm glad to be on it with you. And what else can I say to you but I love you. So grateful that you decide to spend some time with me. And listen to this uh, rhetoric and this banter and this what some might say is useless information. Pray for Mark Zuckerberg. He needs it. Pray for his heart. That he wouldn't be in fear that he would run to the father that created him. Do me another big solid favor. Go show some love to my show sponsors. Tell them how much you appreciate them. Keeping this content flowing. I love you. Go be a rebel against the system that's trying to destroy the moral backbone of our society, friend. Go love big today. Peace. See you next week.